Yeah. What's happening? We're back. Welcome. Salutations. Welcome to another, uh, what we call this, episode of Off the Ball with Juan Lucas, Lucas, and Wallen. We've missed you, good people. We've missed you a lot. That's why we're back. It's we can't, good to be back. We, we, can't, we, be can't, back. we can't go too long without talking to y'all and telling you, giving you the lowdown and talking that smack about the sports world. That's what we're here to do. We're here to deliver, and we always, always deliver, ladies and gentlemen. Never wrong. Never lost. Undefeated. <laughs> hey, man, we got a jam-packed day today with lots of, guess what, NFL stuff. Uh, cause football, football is king around here. Football is king and it's, uh, taking over the airwaves and I'm pretty sure they're probably happy that they are cause gosh, man, I'm glad that they're still going. We had a scare for a second, but they're still going. Um, but we have to talk about America's team. Yeah. Let's lead it off. How about them Cowboys? They they're called America's team for a reason. We uh they they seem to resemble the things that happen. <laughs> <laughs> America's team because right now they both suck. Yeah yeah we're, we're, we're they could they can get there we they have everything they need to get there, but it, you know it just takes a couple you know configurations and again we might just be down on our luck right now but that's okay <laughs> we're both in rebuilding years exactly <laughs> literally. But man, the Cowboys are so trash. I don't even want to use the button. Maybe I should. Trash, 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 trash. Ah, it's music to my ears. God, how can you be this bad and be America's team? And the thing is, it happens so fast. It's like a, a Miley Miley Cyrus song. What has how that song go? Came in like a wrecking ball. That's that's it. <laughs> it's terrible, man. They're coming out here with a two and five record in a terrible division. It's terrible, and they're not even at the top of their division. Listen, no, listen, listen. That NFC East. The Eagles are currently in first place with a 2-4 and 1 record. God. Just just let that simmer. Let it simmer for a second. 2-4 and 1, first place, playoffs baby. And they're going to get destroyed in the playoffs. <laughs> it's they're they're going to get in the the Eagles or whoever wins that uh, division is going to get into the playoffs. Over a team that has like three more wins and missed out on the wild card. Yeah, it, it, it's terrible. We we might see a six and ten team in the playoffs out of that division. That's terrible, and and also there's I, I think it's it, it's a a good signs of what's going on. I think in the playoffs this year, there's an extra team that makes it in there because of what's going on. I think that oh, is there. I think that I think that is the rule, and that's like the silver lining. So, the Eagles, whoever comes out of this division, will definitely get destroyed. <laughs> they definitely will get destroyed by whoever plays them in the first round. They're not gonna. They're not gonna make it past unless something insane happens, which I don't see happening. 
Shout out to Carson Wentz. But no, 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 no. Let, let, let me slow down. Let me back up. The Cowboys are trash, 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 trash. Okay, folks? They, they, they're supposed to be all the great Jerry Jones, the mastermind of the great American team. The Cowboys are supposed to be at the top of the top. You know what? Jason Garrett couldn't get us. They couldn't. He couldn't get us there. We, were, we get so close, but Jason Garrett has to be the problem. It has to be him. Hey, Jason, we know you know you fam and all, but we're going to have to let you slide real quick. You know, like there comes the Cowboys on their coaching search. And who do they pick? Mike McCarthy. Have you seen Mike McCarthy on the sideline? He, yes. He yes, should have stayed retired. He looked like he's not supposed to be there. Mike McCarthy looks like a human thumb. <laughs> Hey, that's a good analogy. Hey, real talk. You, you got the players. The players are even coming out talking about how terrible the coaching staff is. They say they, oh, openly. Openly. They're, they're like they're unprepared. They're terrible. Jerry Jones. This. Let me stop. This is not a Mark Mike McCarthy problem because he's just trying to get a job. Jerry Jones, this is your fault, man. Let's not let's not sugarcoat it. Jerry Jones has become the problem. Listen, it wasn't Jerry Jones back in the day when the Cowboys were in their prime. Maybe it was Jimmy Johnson. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was the maybe it was all the great players they had. Troy Aikman. Maybe that's what it was. Cause, and, and to be honest, he probably let Jimmy John, John, uh, Johnson go because of that. Am I am I wrong? I, I I feel like he felt that he didn't get the credit the credit that he deserved, and he wanted to do it on his own. Jerry, it's not working out. You pay Zeke all this money, it's not working out. You put all this money into his offensive line, it's not working out. It was great at offensive line for a long time, but it's not working out. You get Dak Prescott, amazing player. You don't want to play him. It's not working out. Excuse me. You don't want to pay him. It's not working out. You put all this money. You paid. Your whole defense, basically the whole entire defense, you paid them all out. Like, hey, you get you get an extension, you get a contract, you all get paid. All my linebackers are set. All my linemen are set. Shoot, I might even bring Earl Thomas in for, uh, uh, to, to sure up our defense, but we're going to be amazing. That defense is ranked number 32 in the league in a lot of statistical defensive stats. Y'all trash. You telling me Earl Thomas couldn't solve that? Man, not with Jerry there. <laughs> he, it, it, maybe if you bring Earl Thomas and make sure you deactivate his Snapchat, maybe. <laughs> but put, put his brother on the team. Put his brother on the <laughs> Put his brother on the team. Maybe that'll help him out. They're so it's terrible, man. Is Kellen Moore still their offensive coordinator? He is. Yeah. Listen, listen. Dak was there. I don't think the offense was the problem necessarily. You're right. That offense was, you know, they were fine. They had their issues. That offensive line, you know, it went from being one of the best, if not the best offensive line in the NFL to just straight trash. Yep. But, you know, they were still putting up the numbers because they had to. They were in a shootout every single night. And Dak was putting up, you know, 500 yards every game just to try to keep them in it. 
you know, I liked what Kellen Moore was doing. You know, is he the problem? I don't think so. Is he the answer? I don't know. I agree. But they might, you know, at this point, and it's weird to say this, this is the first year. We're like six games into Mike McCarthy's tenure with the Cowboys. They might got a clean house. Man, listen, I, I already know how it's going to go. The first thing Jerry's going to do, Jerry's not going to say it's my fault. He's going to go, eh, oh, never. you know, this guy named Mike Nolan, he might have to get out of here. Baltimore's finest. Get him out of here. Mike, he, 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 he's the defensive coordinator. You know, Mike Nolan, you just can't. You just can't stop anybody. It's your fault. I have this great team that I paid and played, gave to you. It's your fault. Mike Lowen's going to get the, he's going to get the axe probably midseason. He probably got a couple more games under his belt here. He might get the axe real soon now. Listen, Jerry, you know, he might have to fire the GM here. But unfortunately, that's also Jerry. So <laughs> we know that's not going to happen. So then that's just, it's going to, it's going to come down to, the coaching staff and getting some new coaches in there who can, who can, who can win with Jerry's players. My God, they've, they have, they have the worst defense statistically just off of points allowed. They've allowed 243 points already. They can't stop the run. So all those front seven guys that you paid, hmm, not really coming in handy. And they signed they signed Don Terry Poe, then they cut Don Terry Poe. They're like, we're gonna sign our three hundred and fifty pound uh D tackle and then we're gonna cut him like uh he's a little too big for us. Yeah. Hey, but you, brought- you know you all knew what you were signing up for? No. You you probably should pick him up again and just let him just clog up a hole. That'll probably help him out. Jeez. They they given up twelve hundred and forty eight yards already. We're we're they've only played seven games. 1248 they're ranked last again in that in that category statistically God, people run against them the most 241 attempts cuz they just can't stop the run nope i mean if i'm if i'm getting ready to play and play the cowboys i'm like oh easy win we got a running back great perfect we got an offensive line that's half decent we got some guards great let's do it we're just going to run. That's the game plan. Just run. And then Zeke keeps fumbling. Zeke got a fumbling problem all of a sudden. All that money. Stop playing Call of Duty, man. <laughs> Messing up your fingers. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, he, he, he okay controlling the bag. How about you start controlling the ball, Zeke? <laughs> hey, <laughs> I, 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 I think you should take your, uh, your advice to heart. Because uh, he's been fumbling he fumbled twice against atlanta the falcons that was a win he fumbled twice against the cardinals that was an l and he fumbled against cleveland and when he starts getting when it's in his mind he's just gonna keep fumbling over and over and over again and he just can't stop it hey don't fumble the bag bro just because you got it doesn't mean you got to fumble it right now. I will also say, though, in true Ezekiel Elliott fashion, he's like we're getting close to almost halfway through the season, and he's he's about 500 yards rushing. So, you know, he's probably going to rush for 1,000 yards again this year. But, man, stop fumbling, bro. 
man. Back back to that defense. We got to talk about Jalen Smith out here. Oh gosh, my, my guy, my guy signed a huge contract extension, five years, sixty four million, thirty five gu- million guaranteed, and he's just terrible out there right now, bro. You know, like <sighs> a lot of that. Their their run problems. It's you know, it's the defensive line, but it's also it's that linebacker level is just not doing anything. I'm looking at I'm looking at his uh his uh, pro football focus grade right now. He's grading out at 53.8 on the season. Ouch. Ouch. He is bad right now. Like I don't know if he's playing injured or maybe you know he got the money and what happened? I don't know. Ouch. But he not living up to that He's not living up to that contract right now. Ouch. That's pretty bad. That's really bad, bro. Ooh. Ooh. He is the leading tackler on the team, though. We'll give him that. Yeah. But. I mean, you know, somebody's got to be making tackles when they run. The, everybody's running the ball against you. That's true. Hey, I tried to give you one, Jalen Smith. <laughs> I tried, man. Hopefully next year. Hey, but they got uh, Van Der Esch back. That's his name. They got him back. Good luck. <laughs> is he back? Oh, he's always he's always injured. Yeah, he got. We'll see. We'll see how game. long. Yeah. Well, Cowboys, I love to see it. I love to see it. But let's talk about the future of the NFL. Yeah. One one last thing. Oh. When the cow when the Cowboys lose, American America wins. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all can tell that we we are not Cowboy fans. Just to let y'all know. Shoot, uh, could you? Yeah. How I talk. I talk about my Lions the same way. So yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, but I'll probably they'll probably be a little bit better when Jerry's gone. But I'm sure they'll just pass it along in the family, and hopefully, I mean, maybe I'll give them. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. But <laughs> let's talk about the future of the, of, of the league. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, man. Oh, jeez, take it away, man. Take it away. This just I can't. I can't deal with these types of news. I can't do it anymore. I can't. Yeah, so likely uh, future number one overall draft pick, Trevor Lawrence, announced that he had tested positive for COVID-19. Oh, no. I believe it was on Wednesday is when he said he tested positive. Going to be interesting. I mean, prayers up to this guy. Hopefully it's, you know, it's a a quick thing for him. Unfortunately, it's not like that for everybody. Um, there There have been some athletes that are, you know, have been dealing with complications that are lasting for months. Hopefully that's not what he has. Doesn't have it as bad as that, and he can get back out on the field. They're talking, you know, based off just the the rules and procedures that the ACC has in place, he's going to be out likely one week, and, you know, if everything works out, he'll be back for their next game against Notre Dame. But big ups to him. And hopefully this doesn't affect his future in the NFL. Um, I'm going to say future Jacksonville Jaguar, Trevor Lawrence. Wow. You going there already? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm, I said it. Wow. I don't even know what, I don't even, I don't trash. No, bro. That's a trash take, bro. I ain't going to give you a hot take, bro. I don't want to see him go to the Jags. They got Minshew. I don't know if Minshew, I don't know if Minshew is it, man. And this is coming from. You know, I lived I lived in Duval. 
I know I know how much Minshew means to Duval County. They love him there. I don't know if he's it. And also, you know, unfortunately, maybe unfortunately for uh, the Georgian native Trevor Lawrence, the Atlanta Falcons won a game. <laughs> I, I guarantee you they weren't trying, right? <laughs> yeah. And, man, I just, you know, I, we had to, I had to talk about this because it was just, you know, we haven't been able to get out in, on the pod you know, a lot recently. So I just had to bring this up from last week as well. Let them know. We, we witnessed something beautiful in football recently, listeners. We got to see two football teams lose games because they scored touchdowns instead of kicking field goals. (laughs) You love to see it. Of course, I'm talking about the Indiana Hoosiers who played Penn State last week, pulled the upset 36-35 in overtime on really on an insane QB QB draw, diving fully stretched out on a two-point conversion to win the game in overtime. But prior to that, Penn State had the ball. All they had to do was just run out the clock. And instead of taking a knee, they ran the ball. And Indiana's defense opened up like the the Red Sea. It was clear they the whole plan was to let them score. And everybody knew it except Penn State. Oh, it was beautiful. The line Indiana's linebacker just put his hands up and moonwalked away. <laughs> y- you love to see it. And then the following day, we got to witness the continuation of what has been a spectacular, for all the wrong reasons, Atlanta Falcons season against against my Detroit Lions. Oh, it was it, beautiful. Of course, my poetic. Lions won. <laughs> what was that? Poetic. <laughs> poetic, really. My, of course, my Lions pulled the W 23-22. Atlanta had the ball and I want to say they were they were down 2 with about a, a minute minute 30 to go. And already in field goal range when Detroit did the exact same move as Indiana the day prior and just parted like the Red Sea and allowed T- Todd Gurley to run it to the one yard line until he realized what had happened and he could not stop himself from falling into the end zone, just barely breaking the plane. And you, you, we saw, you know, a lot of great pictures and memes of all the Detroit Lions defenders raising their hands and signaling touchdown and arguing with the refs that no, no, we let him score (laughs) just, just in time to give, Matthew Stafford, a, a minute to march down the field and score the game-winning touchdown as time expired. Yeah. Uh, is, this is beautiful, man. It brings a tear to my eye. Your, your Detroit Lions actually doing something right. Are you going to give Matt Patricia credit for that? Heck no. Okay, just check it. Heck no. <laughs> <laughs> just, just check it. Yeah, I mean. Like, like listen, this, this year, the, the two 
flukiest teams in this in the league have been the Falcons and their ability to lose games in spectacular fashion and the Detroit Lions and their ability to gain large leads and then lose games in spectacular fashion. And so something I knew something was good was going to happen in this game. And I was not disappointed at all. Yo, I, I let me, let me go back to talk about these touchdowns real quick. (laughs) This was not a team thing. I want to make sure that I'm, I'm clear and letting our listener, listeners know this was not a team thing where, where the team's like, score. This was a player thing. <laughs> Specifically. Let me, let me start with the Indiana Penn State game. Homeboy. Okay. Uh, Devin Ford. That's his name. Devin yeah, Ford. Devin Ford, for the running back for Penn State. The first play they handed off, he's running. He's like, yeah, I'm about to score. And as he's approaching the goal line, it's he starts to slow down like he he's remembering what they told him <laughs> to do on the sideline. He but, like looks at the sideline and everything. By the time like he realized that he should like that he should like stay like not score, he had already scored. I think he like crossed it and he was like, "Oh shoot, I oh my bad." And bruh, <laughs> bruh, come on, man. You gotta know better. You literally like he's running. No one's he slows down, and then he he like kind of stumbles. And then Indiana does the same thing. Indiana's like, yeah, he scored, <laughs> clapping. They're like, yeah, he he gets, he passes it. He stops like he wants to, st- and he's already in. This is a player thing. The coach, what's his name? Was uh, uh Franklin? Well, he looked. He was pissed. He was upset. <laughs> Opened up like the Red Sea. No one's trying. Everyone's letting him go. He's looking around. He's looking right, left, right, left as he goes. And he's like, oh, I probably should have stopped. And then he has an <laughs> Indiana player mock him like, like with his hands up in front of him. Like he scored. Clapping. Right? Same thing with Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley, I'll give, I'll give Todd Gurley a little bit more of benefit of the doubt. Cause no, no, no. No, I know they, I, Matt, I, Matt Ryan was mic'd up. No, I know that. I know oh, that. But I'm you, saying you saw that? I saw that. That that's that's what made it worse for me in the beginning. <laughs> but as I watched it, I give him a little bit more benefit of the doubt when it comes to the the Penn State player, right? Mm-hmm. He's he's running. The guys aren't trying to tackle him, but there's one safety or the corner that's kind of on his back a little bit, right? And he's mm-hmm. sli- but it, it, it's kind of like he knew not to tackle him, or maybe he had an incident in his head where he's like, "Oh, I'm not supposed to tackle this guy." I'm That's exactly to let him score. what it was. He, and he wrapped him up and then let him go. Like, oh wait, I messed up and I gotta let him score. Exactly, and I think and that, that helped him. He was Gurley. <laughs> I think that helped to help them by having Gurley think because Gurley still needed to get the first down. Yeah, he still needed to get it. I think it confused him to where he was on the field. Yeah. So where he's like going and he's like, oh, no, I got to get this first down. And the momentum, like as you're running, you got to you got to give it everything you got. And I think he just kind of and he kind of did the similar thing when he got to the the goal line. He tried to stop, but it was the momentum (laughs) took him in. But yes, it was worse hearing Matt Ryan say, just get the first down. Don't score. Just get on the ground. (laughs) And then he scores. So I'm giving these guys I'm giving Todd Gurley a benefit of the doubt. The kid from, from Penn State, he's a kid, man. Like, I'm not going to give him too much 
too much. Yeah, crap I think for he's it. like I think that guy was like a, a freshman or a sophomore, and you know how often do you get a play where that you're like, don't score. <laughs> It, it it was literally beautiful. We should we should definitely do a video podcast so we could so, show people our screens, like to see these things because they're hilarious when you look at them. If you have the time to look at them, go watch those clips. Watch watch, watch those clips, guys. They're it's, hysterical. It's, hysterical. It's, it's it's my favorite brand of football. <laughs> <laughs> Stupidity. <laughs> yeah, just the things you don't see very often, and you know the fact that we got to see them on a Saturday and a Sunday in the same week. Perfect. It's, it's, you know, it's the little things in life. <laughs> little things. It's the little things, man. But yeah, well, congrats to your, your lines for squeaking out a win in true, I mean, in true lions fashion. Cause I mean, that's the only way you can get wins or like dramatically oh, I, like that. <laughs> well, I was convinced that we were going to find a new hilarious way of losing that game. <laughs> hey man, almost, almost that division is crazy, man. You would think that the Vikings would be better this year, but, uh, Mm. Ouch! Looks like uh, the Kirk Cousins project is not going well. The the Bears, man. Who would have thought the Bears would have been five and two? But that's another story. Yeah, we'll we'll save that for another podcast. Yeah, yeah that's another story. We we gotta talk about the New let's, England Patriots. Yeah, let's talk about another surprising team, if not for all the wrong reasons. Oh gosh. You know what? Congratulations, Tom. That's I'm, I'm, that's what I'm gonna do right now. Congratulations, Tom Brady. You figured it out, man. You showed them. <laughs> <laughs> you really did because the New England. Obviously, you know what? I'm not gonna. I, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna before we dive into this, uh, Lucas. You said the Jags, and I'm going to give you this button now because it, it, it's a valid. I, I'll, I'll let you have it, not criticize your, your pick here, but you're, you're calling the Jags taking Trevor Lawrence. So I'll, I'll give you hot and, take. And, 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 and In my defense, I forgot the Jets were an actual NFL team. Uh, yes, exactly. So that was what I was going to say. <laughs> I, thought, I thought they were, they were XFL or something I, by now. I, I, thought I they already, got relegated. I already gave you the button, and I'll give it to you again. Hot take. <laughs> You can't take it back. <laughs> okay, you can't. But <laughs> the Jets are, I think they're the only winless team right now, right? Yeah, I think that's what it is at this point, right? Congratulations to the Jets. Um, you, you also got to love the Kansas City Chiefs going. Like, they're still a really good football team. Okay, Kansas City. So, so what? <laughs> what are you about to say something? <laughs> Uh, I forgot. I don't think he was with Kansas City. Uh, the Lions let go of player named Chris Jones. Oh, who, you think you think it's the same? You think it's the same Chris Jones? I think I think it's a di- it's the different Chris Jones. He signed with oh the, he you know he's a reserve cornerback, and I think he was the one who made the comment. Oh, gotcha. About, okay. about the Jets. Okay. Uh, because because I saw it was Chris I thought it was Chris Jones I thought it was I don't, the yeah, I don't, Chris Jones I don't think it was I don't think it's the Chiefs Chris Jones I I can't find where he signed but I think he was the one who signed and had I think he signed with the Jets actually is why he said it yeah like not yeah. not not taking them not taking those guys lightly oh um, you know what you're, you're it is it is the Chiefs yep okay cool. it is it's him yeah it's him yeah. <laughs> He's like, it, it, it's a vi- people were like, it's a viral comment because they're like, come on, bro. <laughs> you, there's you guys have no business losing this game. So people, he said, people forget 
the Jets are a really good team just because they haven't won a game. Hey, I can't even keep a serious face when I'm like, when you said that. <laughs> but uh, to go back to the your point, though, right? Like, I think I think the Patriots might have a good. They might make a run for it. I think they might make what? a run for Trevor. No, a run, oh, a for, run for, oh, for 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 yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Which if 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 he does that, right? If if Bill Belichick does that, people are going to say he's just a genius. They're going to be like, yeah. you, you pick Cam Newton up knowing that he was going to be trash, right? <laughs> and knowing that, you know, you guys weren't going to be very good just to get Trevor Lawrence. Like, who, I, I, w- I'm, I would be scared to see Bill Belichick with a capable, comparable quarterback such as Trevor Lawrence. Now, Tom Brady's no slouch now, but with Sunshine? <laughs> That arm, that IQ, that would be, bro, I can't. I don't want that to happen. So I'm actually going to not, I'm not going to speak that to existence. We need the Dolphins to have a run here. But, gosh, that would be terrible. Because they're they're two and four. They're not They're not great. I don't see them winning a lot of other games here. I mean, I'm okay. I, they I play the Jets I twice. They play the Jets twice. So that's yeah. possible. No, <laughs> exactly. okay. This is when we'll know. If the Jets beat the Patriots twice, you already know what Bill Belichick owns. Oh, he's tanking it hard. I mean, and they're talking uh, trade deadlines coming up, and the Patriots are—they could sell the farm. I don't—I don't know who exactly they've got. That is, you know, the, uh, uh, Stephon Gilmore. I, yeah, I heard them talking is, about Gilmore. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, he's their their biggest trade piece, really, that I can think of. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I just I still can't see them tanking as hard, even purposely, where they are worse than the Jets are when the jets are trying to compete <laughs> i mean i don't know man like even if it is the jets right are the jets willing to give up sam darnold like it, it, sam yeah, darnold I, I think i think they're willing to move on from sam darnold two years yeah i would man. not be surprised i mean but I, I, to, to be honest again i think bill belichick would be more than happy to have sam darnold yeah listen i I think I, I still believe in Sam Darnold. Um, as we've mentioned many times before, he's playing for Adam Gase. Uh, once you get out of the Adam Gase offense, things tend to trend up for your career. Yep. He's Sam Darnold's still young. Um, I think he's, he still he shows flashes. Just that he plays for the Jets. Yeah. Put him put him on another roster. And I think he'd be fine. I think he'd be. I mean, look at what Tannehill did to uh, turn around his career. Man, don't don't tell have, me about it. Yeah, I think you could get a, you know, a very similar situation with Sam Darnold. Um, Listen, man, I just I don't see I don't see the Patriots tanking enough to be in that number one spot. I could see them. You know, they're still being in a position where they're taking a Justin Fields or a Trey Lance. You know, another top level quarterback though. Yeah, I, I'm not sure about those guys yet like I am with Trevor Lawrence. I like going for the oh, sure I mean, there's, thing. There's a reason Trevor Lawrence is going to go number one. There's, there's, I, I like the sure thing. That's what I yeah. like. But, again, I can see I can see Bill Belichick saying, hey, man, like, and, and the Jets doing this as well. The Jets going like, all right, let's do it. We're the only winless team. Maybe we'll squeak out one. That's fine. I don't think any team ever wants to be, like, go winless. I don't think that's a goal of anybody. But – if you if they're far for the like 
right at the trade deadline, they're like, yo, we're not going to be good. And we are looking really solid to get this number one pick. Why not just start shopping Sam Darnold now and see what you can get for him? Why not? Right. If you get, I mean, I don't think the Patriots would give up Gilmore for Sam Darnold, but. Oh, no, they're looking but, for a first round pick. Yeah. And, and yeah. something. Yeah, exactly. But if you can, you know, maybe, hey, you want Cam? We'll take Sam off your hands so you don't have to deal with that. Take take Cam. Take man. take 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 Edelman too. I don't know. Do what you need, man. What we else got, do you need? We we got to talk about Cam. Oh gosh, poor Cam. It's, he just needs to get more hats. <laughs> That's all he needs to do. If he gets more hats, he'll he'll be good, man. Like, and again, this is not a shot at the hats. The hats, I think, are the juice. I think that's what helps. I think the swag is just not where it needs to be right now. But I know you probably differ. I know you probably think that he's washed. Uh, man, I it's hard know. to say. He's, it's hard. Yeah, he has been very bad this season. But, I mean, we still got to remember, you know, he was dealing with so many injuries, you know, the past couple of years. He had COVID. Um, yeah. You know, we don't know what the effects are of that. But. Hey, man, I saw what it did to Kendrick Nunn. It's tough. Yeah. Even like you see, the, the the running back uh, at, for the Jags, he's been hospitalized with complications twice. Mm-hmm. So you know that stuff has it. It does like, carry a toll. If, even if Cam is you know healthy and he's clear right now, he still could not. He might not be at a hundred percent. But so who knows? But man, he has been terrible. I have to say it this season. Oh wow! He had. I, I'm looking. Oh, do, I'm looking do, you, at, do you need a button? Yeah. Trash. Thank, thank you, thank you, Warren. <laughs> like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read through his passing numbers. Oh, don't, right now, don't do it okay? to us. 155 yards, zero touchdowns. That was week one. Week two against Seattle, 397 yards and a touchdown and one pick. And I gotta say. Now, I know a lot of people are out there. We're, we're proclaiming Cam is back. Yeah. Me, and those me are included. Yards. Me included. Those were good yards. But it's the one touchdown, one pick. You, you know, you'd like to see some more. But, hey, I was I was on, uh, I was was on. willing to concede that, hey, maybe Cam's back. Since then, though, week three, 162, one touchdown, one interception. Oh no! After coming back from COVID, week six, one fifty-seven, zero touchdowns, two picks. Week seven, ninety-eight yards and three interceptions. Pulled him. Pulled him. Two touchdowns and seven picks on the season so far. And those aren't great teams that he's played. Denver and San Francisco. Uh, They're not great teams. Yeah. Ah, gosh. Okay, Cam, listen. All right, I got to be real with you. I love you, man, but, man, I got to tell him. I got to tell him, Luke, okay? They've really been using him just as a a rusher so far. He's got, like, he's got five rushing touchdowns on the season. You know, he's still got that. But I know a lot of his problems were, like, you know, shoulder-related and things like that. I just don't know if he's got the arm anymore. Yeah. I mean, also, we got to point out. Yes. Yes, please. The, wide, the Patriots wide yes. receiver core is trash, and they just lost Edelman. Yeah, I I think I I think I saw somebody point out that uh, their wide receivers, their active wide receivers for this week, 
there's like four of them, and they were all undrafted players. Yep. Listen, Tom knew what he was doing. <laughs> like, yeah, do I think we got to admit? I, I know a lot of people were speculating when Tom left and you know joined joined Tampa Bay. People were like, "Oh, was was it the Patriots system? Was it the Patriots the Patriot way, or was it Tom Brady?" Uh, what are you about to say, Lucas? Man, Tom Brady is still playing at a high level. Oh, come on. And I got a question of the, of the Patriots dynasty is done. No, don't you say that. So. I would actually like that to be the case, to be honest. Yes. <laughs> I know you want it to be done. But I, I don't want to jinx it because I know they got an evil we- mastermind over there by the name of Bill Belichick. And I think he's just like, all right, fine. You want to leave? I've I've wanted to blow this up anyway, and Kraft wouldn't let me do it. All right, you see, Robert, I told you. Look at what look at what your golden boy did to you. You don't give me the rings now. Okay, cool. Okay, I don't want to hear nothing more. Let me do what I got to do, and that's fine. The Dolphins need to take advantage. You hear me, Dolphins? You hear me, Brian? Take advantage, because we don't know when they're coming back. But what I will say is Tom left a, a, a pretty tough situation, which he, he should have left or retired, and I think he made the right move because they would have not been that great there, and he's not going to be looked upon as the guy that, you know. And even last year, he did what he could with that team. It's basically almost the same team. But Tom went to a team that's just stacked, and it just got even more stacked with Antonio. Picked him up in fantasy. <laughs> just got even more stacked like chris godwin keeps getting hurt too right and mike evans not even getting the ball like that and they still balling okay he has weapons everywhere gronk scoring now everything's looking good they're back in sync but he has weapons everywhere he has a pretty decent defense come on now even the saints ain't looking right like that so tom brady has a ton of weapons i think that this was something that we knew was inevitable i knew I knew when Cam went there, Cam looked good, but but when the season first starts, you don't know what teams you're playing, right? You don't mm-hmm. know what you're getting. And I think that a lot of us, us including a lot, I mean, we and we try to do our best not doing this. We don't proclaim that someone or a team is going to be the next big thing just off of just watching a few games because you don't know how these teams are going to turn out. I didn't know the Seattle Seahawks defense was going to just – give up touchdowns and, and defensively just be what they are now and just be really heavy Russell Wilson. But yeah, we didn't see? know that they were going to become uh, Texas Tech out here. Yeah, like, like it feels like um, my man said uh, <laughs> with the Cardinals is – oh, gosh, why am I forgetting his name? Uh, Cliff Kingsbury? Yeah, it feels like Cliff Kingsbury is, is, is the coach of the Seattle Seahawks now and not Pete Carroll. That's what it feels like. But, you know, we didn't see that coming, right? We didn't – we didn't see San Francisco being as terrible as they are now, right? Like we didn't see any of this. We didn't see the Bills looking as good, right? I, well, mm-hmm. I did see the Dolphins being okay. I saw the Dolphins probably cracking five hundred, maybe squeaking it in the playoffs. I'm, I'm just gonna say I saw that. I saw that. Just that's all I'm gonna say. But we didn't. We don't see those things. So when you see, you know, Cam and these players in bite sizes, you don't really know what they're gonna look like moving forward. And Cam is struggling. As we can see now, right? He missed two games, came back, and he's he's still struggling. 
I don't know if he's going to get back. I don't know if it's the art, the shoulder that's bothering him. I know he had all these, these Instagram videos and working out to gospel music, which was hype, by the way. <laughs> he should definitely get a job in marketing or on television doing something because he has a great personality. But I think that he's 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 on the downturn now, man. I think that's where it's at at this point. And I'm sure the oh gosh, his nickname on here, is Superman. Jeez, guys, come on. <laughs> and he's he's met his kryptonite, and that's called Father Time. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you like that one, huh? You like that? I one. do. I do. Hey, so you know, playing off that though. Speaking of Father Time, I got one last question about the Patriots for you. Oh. Bring it. How much longer do you think Bill Belichick's going to be hanging out there? Oh, stop it, man. No, Come no, on. No. Listen, listen, listen. Belichick is 68 years old. The oldest coach to ever coach an NFL game was 73. Is he going to stick around for what might be a multi-year rebuild? Listen, point. I don't think he actually has a life outside of the NFL or football, so I wouldn't be surprised if you know he's coaching till he's ninety. I'm just pointing it out that he doesn't want to do a rebuild, huh? A guy who has they've been winning for what twenty years? They've been winning and you know in the in contention for Super Bowls. He's getting up there in age. Like I said, the oldest coach ever. Uh, was 73 years old. He's 68. He's getting up there. And does he want to spend his the last few years of his career rebuilding the team? Just just something I, I would I would not be surprised to see him walk away. Yeah, I could see that too, but come on, Robert Kraft. You don't let that happen. Don't let that happen. Cause I, I think that they, they should have Bill just finish it out, man. That's me personally. I think they should just they should just let him finish that thing out and just let it ride out because I can't well, I, see I, him anywhere I, I else. Think they would, I think they would love to let him finish it out. I'm just saying. You don't think he, he would? Want, does he want to? Yeah. He might, he might say, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to go out right now. You know, well, I don't want to. I don't want to. He doesn't want to deal with three straight, you know, four and 12, five and 11 yeah. type years. No, that makes sense. I, that makes sense. But um, I feel like Bill Belichick's a very prideful man. I think that Tom leaving, right? I don't think he, I, I, I think that's a, a play against those two guys. I think they're always playing chess against one another, trying to be like, okay, you want to, you think you can do this? All right, I'm going to show you I don't need you, and I'm going to do it right here. You think he's purely motivated by spite? Yes, I do. <laughs> he just I looks can, like it. Yeah, yeah, he does. I can see that. So, gosh, I mean, I would love to see him leave if he wanted to, though. Again, that only benefits me. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking about benefiting me, the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, let's stay in the division there. Lucas, you got your wish. I did. I did. It's two a time, baby. My boy, my boy about to get his fair shake. He about to get a shake. Okay, although I did not like the way it went down. Yo, Fitz, we appreciate you, but you was playing a little too good now. You was playing a little too good. We had to slow you down. But everyone keeps saying how great Tua looks. 
Everybody keeps talking about how accurate he looks. I think the offensive line's feeling good now. I think they were in a good spot. Listen, Fitz, you did your job. It's two a time, baby. It's two a time, man. We gotta let we gotta let that thing. We gotta let that man fly. Let let it let 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 him spread the field out. Obviously, I'm, I'm he's starting to go off against the Rams. Aaron Donald and that, I don't know if that's how we want to start it off with a man with a lot of injuries, but you got to get it. You can't just leave the training wheels on. You got to throw him in there, right? Back in the that's day. I've been trying to tell you. Back, back in the day, my brother, I was like, you got to learn how to swim. He didn't say, let me teach. He just kicked me in the water. That's what he did. I'm just kidding. He didn't do that. Um, <laughs> but... You gotta you gotta let him get out there and show what he has. And I think that I've heard the rumors, things, the rumblings of what people have been saying. Tua may be the last man out in this draft class. I call baloney. <laughs> I think that Tua is gonna be really good. I think, you know what I'm gonna say? You ready? Hot take. I think Tua is Dan Marino with a Super Bowl. <laughs> hot, hot, hot. Hot, hot take. Like that? You like that? I try to make the hot, hot, hot take. I like to you say that, and I like to make. I that don't. Like, I, didn't, I don't know if that's even enough hot takes for that hot take before the man's first ever career start. Uh, we proclaiming him uh, to be one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Even like two seg a segment ago, I'm like, yeah, we don't make. We don't. We try to not make predictions before we see people. <laughs> we don't make predictions based off only a few games. Yeah. By the way, this man is the best quarterback ever. Dan Marino with a Super Bowl, which technically is in the running for. I mean, come on, Dan Marino had a lot of records. Yeah, then you're at one of the best QBs in NFL history, and then whose you know one shortcoming was the lack of Super Bowl. Listen, folks. You heard it here when I told you the Miami Heat were going to make it to the finals. I'm telling you now, book it, mark it, Tua Tagalabalabaloa. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tua. I, I don't want to do you like that. <clears throat> Let me make sure I say it the correct way, okay? Tua Tagalabaloa is going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. <laughs> I'm saying it here. With an asterisk. <laughs> he must stay healthy. <laughs> With an asterisk. He gets in as an assistant QB coach in 40 years. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> no, if he if he can stay healthy, I think he's up there. And we're going to get some more weapons around him. And I think he's going to be good. I think people are trying to put all this stuff. Oh, the Tua is this. It's risky. Tua to start Tua and all against Aaron Donald. And oh, I see all you little people talking. You talking heads. I see y'all out there. I'm telling you, book it. Mark it today. October 30th, 2020, on a Friday. I said that Tua Tagovailoa would be an NFL Hall of Famer. Wallace well, never wrong. Never lost. Undefeated, never lost. And that's what I'm saying here because a lot of people are like, he's under more pressure than Joe Burrow and all these things. No, he's not. No one's just saying it. It's the Miami Dolphins. No one's, no one's paying attention to the Miami Dolphins. Just like no one pays attention to the Miami Heat right now. 
or Latin, well, before they they made it to the finals. <laughs> Nobody pays attention, and that's fine. But for the people that are actually paying attention, because this job, like what Lucas and I are doing, it's hard. You can't watch all these games, right? And we are don't we grind and film. Yeah, we're not grinding film like like, and, and even these talking heads, they have these mathematicians and these researchers that give them a lot of things on paper, but they're not watching every single game. Like we are like, I'm again, I'm a Miami heat fan. I'm a dolphins fan. I've been a part. I've been immersed in these organizations for a while. And also I play football, you know, like I know, you know, I know. Okay, guys, I'm not saying I was a big NFL player or D one or anything. I'm just saying there's some things that you learn and you understand. And these guys don't know what it's like. And I think if Tua stays healthy, we put we put a couple more weapons around him. We got we got good uh, a tight end looking real good. We got we got receivers. If we get a running a running game on top of that, get a couple get the lines looking really good. I think we're gonna be all right. And I like people saying all these things. He has to get his feet wet, and if he can deliver against this Rams defensive line. People like to say there's the Rams defensive line. The def- the Rams defense isn't great right now. I need to point that out. All right? For all you people out there, the Rams defense isn't that great. So I think this is a calculated move. And I think it'll probably pan out for us. Okay, the the, the Rams defense is good. I'm, I'm not going to lie to y'all. The Rams defense is good. <laughs> Listen, it's, it's the NFL, though. Every team's going to have players on it. Exactly. The Rams defense is good. They're, they they have a great front seven. They don't allow a lot of points. But I think that this is this is a good test for Tua. And it might surprise a lot of people, too. We'll see. A couple days, folks. This is probably going to air on Saturday. So tomorrow we'll find out. <laughs> so so answer, answer this for me, though, Wallen. What's up? If you had to pick right now between Tua, Justin Herbert, or Joe Burrow, who are you picking? Well, that's that's unfair. I'm picking Tua. <laughs> Just told you he's a you Hall of Famer. Him. Yes. <laughs> what, what, what am I supposed to say? Okay, I'll be honest. <laughs> Joe Burrow looks really good. I like Joe Burrow a lot. Do I like Joe Burrow more than Tua? TBD. But I don't think he's going to be a Dan Marino with a Super Bowl. I'll tell you that. I think he's going to be Joe Montana. The, re- the reason I say that, though, is because the organization that Joe Burrow is in. That's the fair. reason I That's say fair. that. Cincinnati is historic. They're known for this. With cheap ownership, not investing in their players, not giving them everything they need to get like past that hurdle. You make it to the playoffs and you lose every time, and now you're not going to make it to the playoffs for another five years. Good luck. John Ross just publicly demanded a trade on Twitter as well. Good. Uh, which, which is always always good to see. Good. The, the the Bengals are an organization that will never get it right until that ownership leaves that fraternity of owners or CEO, whatever you, they they own the team. So so that's what they are. They're not gonna. They they have this weird fraternity. I think what the Mets just like voted the this other guy to come in as their owner. Like it's a weird fraternity. Yeah, they, uh, they just sold the team. The yeah, Mets. it's a weird fraternity. It doesn't happen often. It makes money. These teams make money. People. They do. It makes money. You don't have to be. 
some of these teams have been around longer than some of these brands that are coming out that are really like powerful, right? These teams have been around longer than Apple. They've been around longer than Google. They've been around longer than your 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 Teslas and your even some car brands, right? Like these these have been these teams have been around for a long time. You're not going to lose money. You're going to make money. People, you got people all over the world buying your stuff. They're not gonna. The, the Bengals are one. They're part of that that the, those teams that are just historically just trash, 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 trash. And they're gonna continue to be trash. Okay, that's just what it's gonna be, folks. And the Bengals are part of that, and that's what's going to hinder Joe Burrow. He's a very phenomenal, gifted, talented player. But some people would argue that the Dolphins are part of that the fraternity as well, but <clears throat> that's another story. <laughs> Wait, what do you think? Who are you who taking? I, who, who Justin Herbert? Think? Joe Burrow? Tua? Who are you taking? Don't, 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 only right answers, Lucas. Only right answers, of course. There's I'm only, taking Joe Burrow. Wow. I'm muting myself. <laughs> You're serious. Think, yeah, if I'm if I'm if I'm taking if I if I need to choose a quarterback out of those three to hypothetically uh you know take over the, the Lions, right? I'm picking Joe Burrow. He was one of the, the greatest prospects I'd ever seen coming out of LSU after playing one of the greatest seasons I've ever seen. And he's tearing it up for the Bengals, who for all intents and purposes are still the Bengals. He has no offensive line there. He's getting he gets sacked like every other uh, drop back, and yet he's still calm and collected in the pocket. He doesn't get rushed. He makes the right read. He's still he's got the athleticism to get outside the pocket, and he can make every throw. You had that, uh, that whole spiel planned out, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That was perfect. Listen, I like the kid. I think he's good, but... I'm obligated, and I do feel that Tua is going to be the better overall quarterback long term. Um, and I'm sure you'll change your tune when you see Tua doing his thing. Dolphins, that, uh, what's up? If that's the case, hey, we'll we'll delete this this uh, episode. Oh, no, 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 never, 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 never. It, this will live forever and ever on the internet. Just so you know, uh, bro, trade rumors. Yeah, trade deadline November third. Ooh, right around the corner. Ooh, wow, wow, perfect timing. <laughs> yeah, you're like, hey, November third. Just you know, while this other big thing's happening right now in the United States, let's just no. let's have like. I, I, believe, I believe there's something else going on November third as well. Yeah, just um. like silently, like let's do all these blockbuster trades that nobody's gonna care about. Okay. Plan that? Did, did they did they really do that? That was terrible planning, by the way. <laughs> Just the, the yeah. If you want to, if you're an NFL team and you want to trade a disgruntled star player, and maybe and try to save face and hope that nobody really notices it, I suggest you wait until the last possible second, as late as you can, on November third, and make that trade while everyone's out voting. <laughs> <laughs> go vote people yeah make sure you go vote you know listen there's a couple there's a couple intriguing uh what should we say trade scenarios and things oh, yeah? that we would like to see i think i think there's a couple um, yeah i think i think this is a year we could definitely see you know some trades I, I think it's been picking up every single year you know we didn't used to see a lot of like player for player trades or even a lot of just player trades in general yeah 
and but it's every year it's starting to pick up more and you love to see it listen I think there's some intriguing ones coming. I think there's a couple of scenarios that would be interesting. And also, let's point out, Bill O'Brien traded DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals for David Johnson, people. It's just, we, I, I feel like we need to remind the, the listeners of that like every episode. We should. Um, we should just start off the episode with that uh, bit of knowledge because it is, well, it's the reason that uh, Bill O'Brien no longer has a job. Yeah, Bill, he went, how he went from three jobs to no jobs. Great job, man! The way to <laughs> way to fumble your uh, your picks and your players, and also he traded uh, his number one picks. I mean his his first round picks to the Dolphins for Tunsil and Kenny Stills. Congrats, congrats. Thank you. And you guys are looking pretty terrible, too, as well. So that's going to be another great pick for the Miami Dolphins. Jeez. We just keep winning. What a year. Um, (laughs) And I I can start off, too, with some of the trade things that I think would be awesome. I think it would be great to see the Dolphins trade for a running back. Really? I I think think that would— You're not sold on, uh, was it Miles Gaskin? I'm not. I'm not sold. I think. I think that he could get there eventually. I've seen him play a couple times. I'm, I've seen. I've seen him. He's. He has flashes. But I think that if he could get some type of leadership or not leadership, but like somebody to look up to, and try to develop him and be able to have somebody in his ear and kind of talk him through it. I think that would help. Um, so I'm not thinking it's going to be a huge trade. I don't think they're going to get. I don't think they're going to trade for. Like who's like popping right now? I don't even like the running backs in the league right now. Like I don't think they're gonna trade for Ezekiel Elliott. I don't think that's gonna happen. You want you want me to throw out a name there for you? Actually? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm listening. Carryon Johnson from the oh, Lions. I mean, uh, I wouldn't like that one because Carryon's still really young. I I, I I I mean, he's like I think he's like his third year in the league. He's yeah. you know he's kind of buried on the depth chart right now, um, behind DeAndre Swift and Adrian Peterson's kind of getting the the early down carries, but he's a great, great pass protector. He's still got some juice. His third year in the league, still young. I, I think he just needs, you know, another opportunity. Yeah, I mean, for me, I'm thinking like you want you want a veteran. Yeah, I want maybe a Mark Ingram, which I don't okay, see that. Okay. I, I don't see that one happening, but I I would like that. Um, yeah, I, I I would want maybe bring Marshawn Lynch back from retirement. <laughs> Real, you're looking for like a old grandpa running back. Yeah, I just want something to revitalize us a little bit. Like again, I'm not I'm not thinking it's gonna be you know Zeke or McCaffrey or Chubb, but you know I I think that if we can shoot, I'll take Joe Mixon too, right? Like I'll like, I'll I'll take Joe Mixon, you know, or you know who else? The, the, I mean the the. We did have Kenyon Drake and we let him go, but yeah, I'll take, I'll take it again. I, I think Mark Ingram would be a good one. And I think that and we also had Damian Williams too. And we let him go. I think that one of those guys, like the, the older guys, I'll, I'll even take Tevin Coleman too. If that, if he's available as well, I don't want Melvin Gordon, <laughs> No, but but like, I hear you, you know what I mean? Like I would take, I mean, again, I'll, I'm, I'm just going to keep throwing out names. Shoot, I'll take, I'll take David Johnson too. Why not? You take who? David Johnson. I'll take David. David Johnson. Johnson? I'll take David Johnson. Just the, just. Oh to man, have... I can't imagine. I can't imagine uh, 
<laughs> them trading David Johnson at this point. Yeah, they probably should should keep him around for a while. But um, maybe if Dol- the Dolphins wouldn't do this, but maybe dangle that first round pick around again for him. <laughs> just <laughs> don't do that. But you know that that's just my that's one of my scenarios. I know there, there's some talks about the Lions too, man. Maybe, possibly, maybe. What do you think? Maybe Galladay, he might be out of there. No, no, no. <laughs> that 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 story kind of went viral, but you know, I, some I I read some into it, and really kind of seemed that teams were calling the Lions about Galladay, and he wasn't actually being shopped at all. Gotcha. So gotcha. I, I think the Lions the Lions are three and three, and Patricia and Quinn are kind of fighting for their jobs. There's no way that they're going to be sellers at the trade deadline. Um, if any, if anything, they're. I mean, they've already acquired Everson Griffin um, for like a conditional six-round pick, so it looks going all in on trying to make the playoffs this year. Yeah. I did see, like I mentioned, I, there were some rumors about maybe potentially moving Carry uh, on Johnson for you know a pick or you know a young player or something. He's kind of buried on the depth chart. Uh, behind Adrian Peterson and DeAndre Swift, and you know we've got some other running backs as well. So I could see that happening. Not sure that's really the blockbuster anybody's looking for. Uh, so if anything, I think they're going to be trying to bring in a couple players. Yeah. So I I don't know I don't know what's what, really going to be happening with the Lions. Yeah. What do you think are some of those maybe blockbusters and some of those trades that we should look out for, Lucas Insider? Yeah. So nationally. I could see the Bengals, you know, we mentioned earlier, John Ross went on Twitter a few hours ago and publicly demanded a trade. I mean, that was known that he was looking to be traded, but he's gone public with it. But another wide receiver for the Bengals I could see being moved is A.J. Green. Uh, Kind of a, a veteran wide receiver there, but he's, you know, he's getting up there in age and falling off a little bit. He's kind of about the, the third wide receiver right now. And I could see, you know, a, a team that is in contention and is maybe looking for one more piece, making a move for A.J. Green. I think uh, one fit could be the, the Tennessee Titans, who, you know, they have some young wide receivers, you know, in uh, A.J. Brown and Corey Davis, but they don't really have that one guy. I think, you know, they could look to A.J. Green to kind of be that guy for Tannehill. Yeah. Um, you know, another another rumor I did see, um, I don't know how much traction it has, but was the, the Packers maybe making a move for Will Fuller, the wide receiver for the Texans, even though uh, B.O.B., <laughs> our, our guy, isn't there anymore you know they could the texans again they're they're struggling they could be sellers and looking to try to just get some picks and you know that they can put towards their rebuild and aaron Rodgers, as we all know is always looking for some weapons that aren't a backup quarterback so I, i think that could be a great fit and i think the packers again obviously anytime you've got aaron Rodgers. You're in contention, and the Packers have looked really good this year, despite uh, Devontae Adams missing a few games with injury. Yeah. They're able to really build up that wide receiver room. Whew, look out! Yeah, they. Yeah, they, they. I've seen the reports that they're pretty keen on Will Fuller, but there's there's some other guys. There's Golden Tate. 
There's yeah, Randall go. bringing bringing Randall Cobb back, maybe um, Brandon Cooks. Yeah, you know, anytime there's a there's kind of an older wide receiver who's making a lot of money on a team that sucks. Yeah, uh, they're a good candidate to uh, be traded. As I had already seen Golden that happened to Golden Tate once with the Lions. So yeah, Golden Tate's probably definitely going to move. He's definitely yeah, going to move. I can't imagine the Giants. You know, keeping him at this point, I don't know what they're really playing for. Yeah, I mean, Cleveland might have to make a move with the receiver as well. I could, I could see Cleveland making a move. Yeah, to bring in a receiver after losing OBJ. Yeah. Like, who's there? They've got Landry still. Um, I saw I, uh, Donovan Peoples Jones, a rookie out of Michigan, had the game-winning touchdown catch for them uh, last week, but. You know, who's there is Landry's more conditioned to work out of the slot and not really a true number one. So be interesting to see if they make a move there. Maybe they make a move for a AJ Green type. Yeah, that's true. I mean, listen, I, I keep always seeing I always keep seeing the, the, the Lions receivers. It's either Galladay or Marvin Jones that keep popping up in these rumors and these. I don't know. I mean, I haven't we haven't heard anything solid yet, but there's always one of these Lions receivers on here. So. If if it's again, I don't Galladay is not gonna get traded unless the Lions decide that they're punting on this season and Patricia and Quinn know they're getting fired or have already been guaranteed that they're keeping their jobs because that would just be insane. I could potentially see Marvin Jones being traded, even if the Lions were you know trying to uh, make the playoffs this year. He's he's kind of over the hill at this point he's been quiet a lot lately in their games and so i don't know how big of a loss that would be you know if a team is trying to contend he can be a good third wide receiver for them but right now he's our our number two yeah and so if a team was going to give us a decent draft pick i could see them making that trade yeah i'll say this too i think i want to bring up two quarterbacks young quarterbacks right quick we touched on it earlier with with sam donald I think that some teams, teams like, I mean, I won't put the Broncos in there, but like the Colts, possibly, could, maybe the Steelers get another backup in there, could trade for someone like Sam Darnold, particularly the the Colts with mm-hmm. Phillip Rivers, and then Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. Dwayne saying they might try to move Dwayne Haskins as well. I, I, could, I could see him getting moved. Uh here, let me let me throw what you throw you one, and I want to get your thoughts on this. Ryan Fitzpatrick to the Cowboys. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, wow, that's a good one. I won't Zeke. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's a good one, man. Like even if we, get, yeah, and they got a lot of pieces, man. They got a lot of pieces. No, that's a good one. I would like to see that. Yeah, I'd like I, to see that. I, I I wonder. Yeah, you know, like we we've t- talked about Jerry Jones, the man doesn't know when to when to quit. I could see him making a move in that division, trying to get a quarterback in there and still giving it a shot to win it. Yeah, that was probably. Hey, they could probably been a, a long play by by the Dolphins, probably seeing that coming as well. So, no. Yeah, I can, and I could see the Dolphins, you know, seeing it as an opportunity to get another pick and continue to build. Yeah. Like, especially if Tua looks really good and the, the Cowboys look really bad again, which they're probably going to look really bad because Andy Dalton's out. Mm-hmm. I can see, I can see him because the Cowboys, technically speaking, 
are still in it. They're still yeah. in the hunt. So like half a game, one game out. Why not? Why not? No, that may, that's a good one, Lucas. That's I, a good I one. do. I do wonder, and maybe you know this, um, the Dolphins might be hesitant because they like having that veteran quarterback uh, presence with Tua. I don't know if they have a third quarterback or what they would do then, but no, I don't. I don't think that. I don't think they're hesitant to move. No, move him. No, no. I mean, I think that what they wanted Fitz to do has already kind of happened already. I think that's already been done. I think that they can bring anybody else in, right? Okay. They, I think they can they can bring anybody else in to like keep that going. But no, I'm sure. Oh gosh, that would be that would be big time right there, man. That's a good one. I would. I think that could really, really, really happen, and it would be a good look, a really good look. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, and we gave up John. Like, bro, we've had a lot of quarterbacks come through the Dolphins, but that's another story too. But speaking about quarterbacks, what your boys looking like, man? Drew Brees and Phillip Rivers. Is it time to hang up those cleats? Yeah, talking about, you know, two teams in the Saints and Colts who maybe they're looking for new quarterbacks sometime soon. I mean, we all know the New Orleans Saints already have their heir apparent to Drew Brees on the uh, roster in your boy, Taysom Hill. Uh, <laughs> that boy don't even drink tea. <laughs> <laughs> and and maybe the Colts, I know the Colts drafted uh, Jacob Eason. I don't, I don't know if Jacob Eason's mm. it, though. I mean, he's got, he's got he's, the arm talent. He was but good at Washington. He was good. Yeah, man. so, you know, we got we to gotta see about that. Yeah. But right now... Man, Drew Brees and Phillip Rivers, the way they're playing. And I had the Saints as a team who I thought could be a Super Bowl contender. Same. And the way just watching Drew Brees, Drew, Drew, well, I can't talk, Drew Brees play this year, man, he looked washed. He don't, he don't have it. He don't got the arm anymore. And I know he never really threw the ball downfield all that much. And Michael Thomas been out and this and that. It's just... Myth. Alvin Kamara can only do so much. And that defense, that historically good defense these last couple of years, is struggling now because they're on the field a lot more. So, I, oh, poor Drew, man. I, Phillip, Phillip been washed, bro. I'm not going to front with you. I don't even know. I mean, I, I know why. Because I think it was, was Phillip Rivers was cut, right? Yeah, yeah, they, they, they cut Phillip. And yeah, they let him go. They let him go, and then I mean, it was, it was an easy pickup for the Colts. But man, bring Jacoby back, man. Palm Beach native, man, bring that boy back, man. I'm just kidding. Where's Where's Jacoby at now? I think he's still on the Colts. No, is he? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he is. Wow, man. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure he's still there, man. I don't think he went anywhere. I think he's still with the Colts. Yep, he's still with the Colts. So. Yeah, listen. I both those guys are washed. Phillips has been washed for a while. It's great to have Philip Rivers mic'd up. It's good for TV, but yeah, that that those ships are coming to an end. The ship has sailed, uh, and a lot of teams are going to be looking for quarterbacks these this upcoming draft. And you know that's why you can't be mad at people like the the Philadelphia Eagles and the uh, Green Bay Packers for kind of trying to figure that out right now before it's yeah. too late. So, 
you, you end up in a situation like the Colts. Well, the Colts was kind of, it's different. But with Drew Brees, you're like, come on, Drew, we could do it. And you're like, no, not really. So, yeah, man, I, I think them boys, them boys getting washed a little bit. But you know who I really do like? Who's that? Kyler Murray. Ooh, okay. I have, okay. I have him on my fantasy, and I've been watching him, and I watched him uh, Sunday night. Oh, this guy is magical, bro. He's spectacular. He, he really cooking. is. He really is, man. He's having that leap. I saw a couple things, a couple uh, articles where they talked about Kyler Murray taking that Mahomes-type leap this year. Okay. Ooh. He's looking really good, man. He, he Sometimes he – the one thing I would say, sometimes he comes out and he comes out in the beginning of the game a little slow and it mm-hmm. takes him a little time to get ready. But, you know, when you're smiling before you – when you see DeAndre Hopkins open, you know he's comfortable. You oh, know? Yeah. like He was feeling it. He's he's good. He's quick. I don't know if how fast he really is, but he's quick seeing those little legs turn. That boy looking good, man. He's looking really good. I, I really like him a lot. I think that he is taking that, that next step to where um, he he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. He's the second leading rusher on that team. Yeah. Like uh, Kenyon Drake has 512 rushing yards. Kyler Murray has 437. So not, not, not too far behind. Obviously has a better uh, uh, average <laughs> with the number of attempts. But passing wise, man, he he's he's looking really good. He has a 68, uh, 66% completion uh, percentage thrown for over uh, 1800 yards, 13 touchdowns through the air. Um, also has four touchdowns with his legs. He's looking good. He, he and DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins are starting to, to sync up a little bit and they have other guys, man. They have other guys that are, are, are playing really well. Uh, it's with Kirk, Kirk, uh, Christian Kirk. Yeah, that's his name. Christian Kirk looks really good as well. Larry, Larry Fitzgerald's, you know, silent 37, just out there getting his job done, you know, doing what he need to do, being the veteran that he needs to be. Listen, man, Kyler Murray's looking real good. He, he looks real good. He's accurate, but he just if he can figure it out in the beginning of the games, oh, yeah, he's going to be good. Oh, yeah, fantasy over owners, congratulations. Great pickup. That's me. <laughs> That's where I'm just, just going to end it up like that. Let y'all know Kyler Murray is the man, and y'all should pick him up. Congratulations to myself. Me. That's it. No help. On my own. I don't read these fantasy articles. Me, that's it. Okay, <laughs> let me start messing around. <laughs> hey man, let, let, I I know we don't we don't know a lot of stuff that's going on with with, with um. Well, we do know what stuff that's going on, but as far as the picks for these this upcoming uh, NFL week, we don't have to go through all these picks. But you think the Lions? Like, let's just pick a couple here. I just want to pick a couple and get get your thoughts on who you think is going to come out on top week eight. We already had the the Cardinals, I mean, the Carolina-Atlanta game. Congrats, Atlanta, for getting that win. I had to pick up Teddy Bridgewater because <laughs> Kyler's on a bye. But um, that game already happened. Atlanta got that win. But I, some of the games that I wanted to bring up to you, see what you thought. Pittsburgh versus Baltimore. What do you think? What do you think? And Pittsburgh is, uh, I think, they're the, are they the only remaining undefeated team? I think they are. Uh, six and zero. Baltimore five and one. I think Baltimore is coming off of a bye. I believe. Who you think taking that? I gotta take Pittsburgh, man. 
yeah. that that defense, their ability to get pressure on Lamar, and you know their ability on the back end to cover Baltimore's receivers. When you put Lamar in position where we've talked about this, you know where you're forcing him to uh, beat you with his arm. He doesn't. They don't have the weapons around him where they can succeed like that, especially up against a team like Pittsburgh. Yep, agreed. I, I think the, you're spot on with that. I think that they're gonna they're gonna force they're gonna force uh, Jackson Lamar to, to to throw the ball, and he he struggles with that. And they they have a great secondary, so I, I think that it's gonna be a tough game. They're gonna have uh, T.J. White get out get after him. They're gonna have Hayward get after him. He's it's gonna have a, he's gonna have a tough night, but you know, yeah. um, I mean, we ju- we just saw them play Tennessee, who you know a, a different team, but a team that you know also prioritizes the run. And look what happened to them; they got blown out. Yep, and they have way more capable receivers than the Baltimore Ravens. But hey, shout out to Dez. Hopefully, he gets on that yeah. field, man. You know, with, with the Ravens. But yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, next next one up here. The Cowboys versus the Eagles, man. Who are you taking in this one? You know, I'm going to have to take uh, the Philadelphia Eagles to win a hard-fought game over Ben DiNucci, the new quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Yep, same, same. I, I'll, I'll take I'll take them, but I'll, I'll say it's a close game. I'll say it's a really close game. I think uh, they'll run the ball pretty heavily, and I think, uh, I think that quarterback is going to show us a little something. Jerry might get a little happy now. He might be a little happy with that one, but we'll give him that one. Um, the Saints, Chicago. Ooh, the Saints versus the Bears, man. You know what? For this one, I'll take this one first. It's, I think, I think Chicago might bring t- take this one, man. I really do. I think they came off of a pretty tough loss last week uh, that they probably thought they were going to be able to to get. I think Chicago's going to take this one against the Saints, and all hell's going to break loose with, with uh, within New Orleans. <laughs> you know, I'm going to also take the Bears. Oh, wow. um, Michael Thomas is out again, uh, I believe, for the Saints. Drew Brees has just been washed up. That Bears defense is for real. Oh yeah, and they they win ugly. Uh, Nick Foles does just enough to weld this team to victory. That's what I'm calling. Yep. Okay. All right, man. Last one for the sake of the people, because they all want to know our prediction on this one. The Kansas City Chiefs versus the very, very good New York Jets. <laughs> it's a tough one. You know, I'm not sure if Sam Darnold is back or not. Because of that, I think it, I'm going to have to tilt this in favor of uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, same. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to the Kansas City Chiefs in a really close one. I think it might be down to, to two points, a safety. I think it might be that close. Um, the Chiefs just, you know, I mean, the, the Jets are just a, a superior team. They have all the things they need. They have the coaching that they need to get it done. I think they're, they're going to be the ones to, to – <laughs> I can't even finish it. Hey, man, the Chiefs going to win in a blowout, man. 40 points, man. 40 point blowout. 40 points. You know, I I do. I'm I'm thinking, though, it is going to come down to, you know, three points. Chiefs win by three points. And then the additional 40 points are just extra. <laughs> I like what you did there. I like what you did there. I was about to interrupt you, but I was like, oh, no, no. I, I see what he's doing there. That's good. That's good. Hey, man, Jets. 
maybe in 10 years. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, we have to always end it off. This was a little longer episode because we missed y'all so much and we wanted to talk even more and give you all that you've been missing. But we always appreciate you making it this far, folks. We appreciate you. We love you thoroughly. And that's all I got for y'all. What you got, Luke? Shout out Opalaka. Y'all know what's up. Until next time, my friends. Actually, stay thirsty, my friends. (laughs) 